now entering the ring, Hulk Hogan! Well, let me tell you something, brother. Let me tell you one thing, dude. I've lifted a 500-pound giant, brother, and I've run wild with the NWO. I've carried all my little Hulkamaniacs to victory with these 24-inch pythons, dude. But I've never seen anything like the sleeper wire draft genius, brother. When God created the heavens and the earth, he created all the Hulkamaniacs, and then he created the sleeper wire draft genius. This draft kit is bigger than Yokozuna, stronger than the Hitman, craftier than Jake the Snake, brother, and more powerful than Andre the Giant, dude. So pre-order the Sleeper Wire Draft Genius now by signing up for the Sleeper Wire Patreon. Sleeper Mania is running wild, brother, and what you gonna do when the Sleeper Wire Draft Genius runs wild on you? Welcome to A Break From The Grind. I'm your host, Jason, and this is my co-host, George. Say hi to the people, George. You get a trade. You get a trade. You get a trade. Everybody gets a trade. I haven't had a trade yet. Ah, I've had many trades. I know you have. I oh, know it's have. fantastic. I'm excited about them. Yeah, so if you can't tell, we're in Dynasty season. We're doing rookie drafts. George is killing it. He's, My skills are shining. You might as well go ahead and uh, give him the crown. We need to make this a paid ring league. Uh, Neil Neil has a problem with that. We can't I'll do buy, that. I'll buy him a ring just to shut his ass up. <laughs> <laughs> this way I can have a ring every year for the next three to five years. So um, <laughs> so later on the show, you're going to hear a conversation, and, and I'd say it's our guest, but it's a conversation with our friend Darth Paikai. Um, he has been on several times before. He'll be on several times again. Uh, we really like talking to him when he's got time for us. And, uh, it really was just kind of friends bullshitting. Like you can tell we just, we, we got him on the phone and never really started the show. We just started (laughs) talking to him. It, It was one of those things where like you haven't seen your friend in a long time and you're finally getting a chance to catch up. And we just went with it. And there's a lot of great. And there's a lot of shit to talk about. So, um, so that's coming up in a little bit, uh, and the first thing we really always have to get into is Toys for Tots. Highly important. Highly, highly important. So we, uh, we've we we've started a bunch of leagues, we've made a bunch of dough, and the thing we have to say the first and foremost is thank you guys for, for donating, thank you for joining our leagues, thank you for trusting us with, with your money. Um, this is going to be huge for, for the kids in our area. We're doing it in our area this year. It's going to be huge for the kids in our area to get toys for, to, for Christmas. And, but uh, and more importantly, it's just, I'm not even going to throw out the, our area. Yeah. We're doing it here in our area this year, but in general, it's just huge for the kids. Right. That's right. we, I wouldn't care if we were doing it in our area. If we went up to, uh, two drinks, neck of the wood, if we went back down to West Palm, I wouldn't care. Well, and I challenge you actually to like. I appreciate you when you donate to us, um, but I don't mind if you save a little bit of money and uh, 
I don't mind if you save a little bit of money and, and put it towards your local Toys for Tots as well, because, yep. you know, in every area there's there's need. Now, the thing we've been doing this year, and you guys have responded really well to it, is we're starting leagues with prizes from Pristine Auction. Um, we're buying the prizes ourselves. Actually, let me rephrase that. I'm buying most of the prizes myself. One of us has an addiction. <laughs> I do have an addiction. And here's how it seems to work, and it, it works really well. I buy the prize, George fills the league. I've put a little bit into this league. I won't say how much, but it's more than my wife would like. Uh, into this, love into, you, Karen. Yeah, into <laughs> this uh, drive, uh, but it's worth it because it's it, you know. So the first year we did it to show that we were serious, we George and I just put our own money in. Yep, and it it worked. Like you guys donated, and it was a good amount. And I, and you know, especially in a year where uh, you guys didn't know us very well, and and the trust was there but not fully there. You guys trusted us enough to get some some money. Um, this year is amazing. So the little, the money that I've put in this year was definitely more than the first, but it's actually grown because of what we're doing with it. So we it's, got it's been worth it. We did. We got smarter. So you guys all want prizes and yeah. I understand that. Listen, don't get me wrong. Like you're willing to donate and come December when we can't start new leagues and there's no, uh, and there's nothing, for, no sporting events for us to, to build donations around, we're gonna straight ask for donations. Don't get me wrong, we are. We're just, I'm That's, just gonna, it's coming. I'm gonna beg you just straight for donations. Yep. Um, but like George said, we kind of got smart and and realized that you know we're on an app of fantasy football players of people who all think they're the best, and they all love fantasy football, and they can't get enough because you're fucking junkies. We are all junkies. And let me say this about that, because I haven't done that in a while on here. You have not. I like the way how you pointed to the mic as well. That, uh, well, that that's was classy. On here. That so, was classy. I got you. So uh, let me say this. Thank you. I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> what you, I lost it. This against that. So, I, I, I was saying this about that, and all I got to say about that about this, thank you. <laughs> that's what you just did. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, shit. Mike's got three guys he can't decide between. and oh. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. No, but... Focus, Jason. Focus. Kids, Toys for Tots. We are literally going to start asking come December for money. Actually, it probably won't even be December. It'll be it, like it'll October, be November. It, October, November. So there, we're, we're definitely going to run out of... Uh, things to do. Things things to do where, where we can raise money with prizes. We could still do... Um, we can still do uh, raffles, although... We can do... Raffles are difficult. To be honest with you, yeah, because you don't get much of a return on those. Yeah, um, it, we'll, we'll figure stuff out, but yeah, I mean, we're we're looking to. I mean, we could do weekly best balls for all I care. Yeah, weekly weekly best balls, or yeah, those, we could actually do those. That's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> but anyway, as Jason types away, he's trying to get a trade done. So I am he's, trying to, he's I'm, totally sidetracked right now. But uh, no, it, it, it's football season. We're we're starting. To, it's not even close to hitting the peak of the season, to be honest with you. It's, it's just starting up. Dynasty. Now that the NFL draft is coming on, uh, we know where these we know where these players have landed. We 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 are all getting into it, and we can feel it coming. And we're all getting excited, and we're all joining way too many fucking leagues. And we're all drafting. Oh, in dynasties, draft. rookie drafts are going on. It's a great time. It really is. It really anyway, is. So, uh, thank you again. We we got to get past this because we got to get onto the conversation with uh, with uh, our bud Darth Pie Guy. Yep. 
And uh, so that's what you're going to hear next. And then we'll be back afterwards for, for like our outro. So yep. guys, thank you. Yes. Again, thank you so much and, for everything uh, with the Toys for and, Tots. And now you join a conversation with Darth, Park, Darth Pike Eye already in progress. I think George is just going to quit after this year. <laughs> Retire the champion. He's got no pick. So listen, though, the thing I'll say is Swag's team looked to be one of the better teams last year. It did. And then he blew it up. And then, no, he didn't blow it up. Mm-hmm. Shit, he just kept breaking. Well, he blew it up this year, yeah. though. Well, no, he blew it up this year, but he, he blew it up this year because everything fell off last year. Yeah, which was, listen, I wouldn't have, if I was him, I would not have blown up that team. No. I, I would have rode with that team. He's he's in love with rookies, though. He is. They're the shiny new toys. That's why everybody loves rookies. I'm not a fan of rookies. Listen, I took listen. I kept the 101. Okay, that was a no brainer. Mm-hmm. No brainer there. Can't be faulted for that. I'll trade every other pick in my draft. I, I'd rather have a vet or a middle of the line proven commodity than a rookie because right. I, I value something that's proven or something I've seen over that of the unknown. Yeah, and it also depends on how your team's built. Um, I've kind of learned that, especially in rookie drafts where you're where you're not auctioning and you're actually you have a, a draft position um i'm with you on i mean after the third i mean honestly if you don't have an early third i mean the first and the early second is really after that you're throwing darts for the most part and if your team is is strong i don't mind rookies because you're basically just stashing for potential upside you know what i mean yeah so not bad and it, i mean it's all it's all about return you know i i, I don't dislike what you did i'm gonna be i'm gonna be honest with you you know, you said I bitched out, which I totally did. I totally overextended myself last year, and I realized that because I was the yes man from the fucking movie with uh, Jim Carrey. I couldn't say no. And, dude, I was in so many leagues that I felt like it took away a little bit from me being able to, like, get a, a vibe with my with my league and, you know, and kind of make moves and talk to people and kind of feel out different rosters. I was, like, basically – just working to get shit done every week instead of like really enjoying it. So, I mean, I've cut about six leagues that were, you know, fuck, I had, I had to make a choice somewhere. You know what I mean? Um, and I got ravaged last year too. I lost, I lost Rogers. I lost freaking um, Pierre Garcon, Julian Edelman. Like it was a, it was a kick in the nuts for that in that league last year. Yeah. No. And so I got, my team was okay last year, but what really is 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 putting me over the top, and everybody knows it, is that deal I made with Swag at the beginning of the year. Uh, yeah, with, with Corey Davis, he he set me up extremely well for for this right. year and and going forward because there was no no way in hell his team should have had the one on one. I mean, he had Odell Beckham, he had Dalvin Cook, um, he he had a very solid solid team. It just, right. he ended up with uh, about seven people on IR at one point. And, and I yeah. mean, that, you just can't account for that. That shit just, not in will, a dynasty league, crush you. Not in a dynasty league where everybody's got 30 players on their roster. Yeah. I mean, there's just nobody, there's, there's, no, there's nobody to replace them with. Yeah. There's no depth. Yeah. Yeah. The, the second and third string back for Minnesota was already on somebody else's team. So it wasn't like you were going to supplement that loss with, with the waiver wire move, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that was kind of the, the vibe I got last year, too. I'm like, dude, this sucks. I'm just fighting for my life, basically. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like, also, I didn't like the way Shit he the picked. schedule was made up. Because I was playing people, like, two weeks in a row. And it was like, 
fuck, man. I want to. I need to get away. I need. I need to. I need to. I want the. I want the schedule to flow a little bit better. But I think it's a flea flicker thing. Flea flicker does weird shit like that. Yeah, and so I've got a couple of leagues that I'm. So I you cut back on your leagues, which I totally get. I'm trying to cut back on the amount of leagues I have, but what I've increased is the amount of leagues that I'm running. Um, right. We're doing all these Torch for Tots drives, and Jason, his his dumbass, can't stay off Pristine Auction. I have lately. He he <laughs> has an addiction. He he has a problem. He needs to go to Pristine Auction Anonymous. Uh, he 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 keeps buying crap from Pristine Auction, and it's good crap. I'm not. I mean, it's not like it's buying trash. By the way, I need you to start pushing the Lev Bell helmet because I, I only did it once, but I only got one person. I'll fill that league for you. Just let me do that. All right. <laughs> I'll run it. You fill it. <laughs> but uh, he, are they best ball? No, it's uh redraft. It's cherry league redraft. We haven't gotten into the best ball yet. We're gonna wait till it gets a little closer yeah. to the season, and then we're gonna do a couple of best balls. But uh, I'll give you some best balls on your chin. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tease me, um, <laughs> Georgie. You sound you sound skinnier, dude. I've lost sixty pounds. You sound skinnier. So here's here's my question: Do you have to be on top now when you and Jason get down since you've lost so much weight? I, I was on top before because you know if I let him on top even back then he'd still crush me. <laughs> oh, he likes it doggy anyway. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> okay. So the problem is I don't have That's any it. hair, so he can't pull the hair. He likes when my nuts slap against his legs. Jason likes the beard on yeah. me though. He's got a thing. For He's my an beard. ass slapper. He's an ass slapper. <laughs> oh, this has gone totally, totally the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to tell me what direction you wanted to go. Oh, I, dude, it doesn't matter none to me. I, I, listen, I don't give no fucks. You know that. I have no fucks. I can't give any. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, no, I was telling Jason that me and you were having a very, very interesting conversation about, uh, well, Kristen so we Nelson. should get into, we should actually get into. Oh, this is all part of the show, Jason. <laughs> you should know that by now. <laughs> I didn't want to, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to like readdress the Quentin Nelson thing because I know you guys talked about it you know, extensively last show, but, um, I mean, I just thrown it out there. I'm an old line guy. I mean, it's, it's, it, I just, I like having the, you know, bantering back and forth with you. Cause you and I did it on Twitter for a little bit, you know, right before the draft, right? Well, if I recall uh, correctly. Hey, Correct. Hey, hold on DP. Let's, let's do the intro to the show and then we can start getting into talk. So like, we, when we, when you do the editing, don't edit it to like the, the very beginning of the intro, just let it go through. And then we'll do like the intro in the middle. <laughs> well, so we'll do, yeah, I mean, I'll leave all this in and then I'll, um, okay. So welcome to A Break from the Grind. I'm your host, Jason. This is my co-host, George. Say hi to the people, George. Give me all your running backs, bitches. All right. So uh, you've probably already listened. It's a little bit of a different beginning to the show because we're talking to our good friend, Darth Paikai. The DP himself has returned. Say hi, DP. Yo, 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 the Dark Lord is back. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, that's, that's so not. Hey, you know what? I, the reason why I did that is because I, last show or whatever, you guys had a bunch of weeks off and you said something to George about being a fucking lazy ass on his intro. And that's what you came up with? I had a little something. It was a little, it was a little what do they call it? Flare? I got a little flare, a little pizzazz for you. you had a little all, pizzazz. You had all day and it was yo, 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 yo. <laughs> Hey, the well, only I, kind of start, I started getting rolled to sleep. I've been sitting in my classroom for forty five minutes waiting for you to call, you pricks. <laughs> that, so, dude, we got slammed at the factory today. So, that that J- literally, Jason's been here for all of like ten minutes, 
He hasn't been here very long at all. So, um, in case you guys haven't noticed, we've started in the middle of a conversation. Uh, this podcast is not going to be very structured. It's actually <laughs> no, no, it's, it's going to be less structured than our normally unstructured podcast. Uh, but so the deal is when we have DP on, it's just kind of friends talking because we really like DP. We think he we think of him as like the fifth Beatle. You know, he's he's an unofficial official member of the show. Um, anytime we get that sweet, sweet podcast money, we have to send him a little bit of it. So he, he gets a certain percentage. So he, he's a good friend of the show and, and, uh, you're basically, this podcast is basically going to be you listening to good, like friends talking. I mean, although I don't really talk to him outside of here, so I, <laughs> so good friends, I don't know about. So but. what we do is we save up all of our good talking and then we do it all at once. So, you know, here, here's what I'm going to hear guys out there. You will understand this from your girlfriends and your wives. And this is something I heard somebody say recently, and I can't remember who it was, but it's absolutely the most true thing I've heard back in the day. Husbands would go to work and have no contact with their wives, which was fantastic. And then they would come home and there was shit to talk about. And nobody wanted to talk to their wives, but people came home and they, their wife was like, how was your day? And you had stuff to talk about today. Today, I texted you 15 times already. Right. My <laughs> wife, my wife knows exactly how my day was based on the fact that she asked me 10 times during the day and talked about how all the kids did during the day and asked me for any favors that needed to happen later in the evening during the day. So when I get home, she's like, why don't you ever want to talk? And I'm like, we talked about everything already. You know it all. This has been discussed. <laughs> I've, I've worked for 10 hours and anything that came up that wasn't work, we've already talked about. What more do you want me to say? You know, so yeah, no so uh, my relationship with DP is the opposite of that. We don't talk at all, so we can get it all out on the air for you to enjoy. And George is doing whatever he's doing. I'm over here making moves. Yeah. Actually, I'm fucking with Shane right now, which is fantastic. How are you fucking with Shane? So so when I traded, like going back a little bit, when, when me and Shane came to a deal for Dalvin Cook, we did it in a text that included uh, two drinks. And he was at the beach, so he couldn't respond. All he could see was me and Swag doing the negotiating, and that's it. Okay. So I just turned around and flipped it on him, and I, I just sent uh, him in, in that thread. I sent it uh, a message that said, sent Jason, and Shane said, what? And I said, oops, wrong thread. <laughs> so just, just, <laughs> just so he knows that when he sees it that I, I'm acquiring Zeke, he's going to hate me even more now. That's nasty, dude, with Saquon, Lev, and Zeke. I mean, I, I don't I mean, I don't really know if you need to even start anybody else. No, I do. Because there's some really good so there's either in this league your your team is either really good or it's mediocre. And I, I honestly by far I have the best set of running backs. I don't have the best set of uh wide receivers. Wide receivers. That's gonna I'm gonna say that's probably Neil. What's Neil got? Uh give me one second and I'll tell you. Um and I, I've listen, I've got I, I'll say I have got the best set of tight ends, and also oh, in yeah, this league. Do. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I've been doing squats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, but no, it, I mean, there's some, there's some good teams. I don't have a quarterback. I got Philip Rivers, and I listen. I like Philip Rivers. I really do. But uh, I mean, it is what it is. But anyway, here's a. Uh, 
Here, here's Neil. I, I, I have a question. Who filled the two spots? Because I, I, for I understand, there were two vacancies, me and someone else. Correct. Right? Correct. Have you guys filled those yet? Those are filled. We started the draft today. Uh, Perry Todd and I don't know who that is. No, uh, that's Pepe. Oh, okay. And who was the other one that came in? Um, some guy. Yeah, another guy. I'll tell you who it is. <laughs> so, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. I was talking to Mike the other day, and I was like, "Hey, what's up with the league?" And he told me, you know, one spot was filled, one wasn't. So I was just sitting there, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go look. So I started looking at my team, and I was, you know, because I still had access to it, and I moved, you know, you know, dude off the IR, and I started messing around. And there, there was a, there was a fleeting moment where I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna tell him, fuck it, I'm gonna stay. <laughs> and then, you know, whatever, ne- next day came and freaking swag was like, you've lost your access. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. I guess I'm not going to stay. <laughs> but I, but I was me just not, not communicating, you know, and, and it's, it, it's for the better, I'm sure. But I, I like my team. I just, I mean, there's a problem now because Carlos Hyde is, you know, that, that's a mess. Yeah, that I, is a, well, I so why I don't know why Cleveland would pay you that money and then draft Chubb. I mean, they got freaking Johnson. I mean, it's a mess. I, I, well, so I, they're from what I hear, him and them and Johnson are far apart on a deal. Who, David Johnson? No, um, Duke. 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 Oh, probably. Yeah. Listen, Duke deserves yeah. the opportunity to go be a, a a lead back somewhere. I think he could do it. Um, but real yeah, quick, see, real I drafted. Quick. I drafted into that mess. Yeah. I got. I got chubbed today. Yeah, for, J- Jason. It, Jason got a little chubby. I got. I got myself a little chubby in the side nice. for a seventh pick. He, he, here's here's uh, Prophet or Neil's wide receivers. That's why I said he's got the best core in the league. And then Jason's his second best. But he's got DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, Cameron Meredith, uh, Martavis Bryant, and I would say that's it. He got, he doesn't have anybody else. He got Michael Gallup. He just drafted him. Which is, well, I mean, that's. Uh, but I'm, I mean, he, those. T- he, he's probably the one there. He's probably the one there. The, the question mark. I mean, because those top three. I mean, it's Allen, Mike Evans, and DeAndre Hopkins, right? Yeah. So that's disgusting. And then, um, we'll we'll see. I I thought Meredith looked great last year before he got her. I was actually watching the game that he blew his knee, and I was like, this guy looks freaking great. Oh shit. Yeah. Right, so we'll see what happens because I mean, dude, he's in he's in New Orleans. I mean, he's the two there probably now. Too many mouths um, to feed. He, always in New Orleans. Yeah, but the it'll be interesting because Mike Thomas is going to get his shit. Um, it just depends on who ends up getting that that secondary role. I mean, Cleaner's gone. I mean, who knows what's I mean, hopefully uh, Watson gets some touches because that's I picked him up in a startup. But um, you didn't hear me say that. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, did you catch that? Yeah, I'm I in too it. many leagues, but I picked them up in a startup. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, um, um, it's an addiction, bro. I'm just telling you that, you know that. Um, but I, I mean, it's, I'm curious cause I like the dude, the, what's his name? Traquan Smith or the guy, the kid, the kid they drafted. I like him too, but Cameron Meredith is a stud and they just paid him $10 million. So. I mean, dude, you know, I mean, I don't know. The NFL's crazy, but you don't pay a dude 10 mil a year to freaking, you know, warm your bench, I don't think. No, no, no you don't. Unless, unless they're a quarterback, then you give them 18, 18 million, million a year yeah, to yeah. warm the bench. You put them out for two games and then you pick the, ro- and then you throw in the rookie that sucks. It, not, not, so the rookie doesn't <laughs> suck. What it is is you put the rookie in and you tell the rookie, under no circumstances are you allowed to throw the ball. You're not allowed to win games. You're not allowed to win. You're not allowed to throw the ball under any circumstances. I don't care. 
if it's somebody wide open in the end zone and you think you can hit them, you do not throw the ball. That's, right. That's and, and, you know, I think these prices are relative. I mean, I think people are kind of getting – they're getting their, their views slightly skewed because they're saying, oh, these guys are getting paid so much money. Like, why are they paying, you know – and I'll go because, we, you know, you said we were going to talk about this. So why are they paying McKinnon so much money? I, I mean, the, the, the salary cap has increased so significantly in the last three years that the money that we are gauging our opinions off of are – gone like that right. like, like those prices are you know oh why'd they pay you know you know jimmy g all this money and why'd they pay kirk cousins 90 million guaranteed because it's not the same anymore you know i mean it's a lot don't get me wrong it's a shit ton of money but i mean the salary cap's like what is it 190 now or something stupid i mean it's it's not as much relative to the amount of money that they have it's gonna go up i mean the price jimmy g was the highest paid quarterback because he signed the most recent contract you know what I mean? Well, and listen, when, guy this, I mean, look. when you have when you have 190, 30 isn't so bad. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's so they gave Matt Ryan 30 a year, right? Average. I mean, yep. It, so it's a lot of money, but it's not crazy percentage wise compared to the last Aaron Rodgers deal or, you know. When it was 128, you know, cap. I mean, that's a, that's a significant difference. Right. You know what I mean? So. Right. When you look at when I you look know. at percentage of caps, like these deals aren't that insane. But it is a lot of money, you know. No, it, it's a lot of money. It's insane. The the, the some of the players are, and I, I've been on this tangent almost every podcast we've done for like the last three weeks. So one, um, yeah, <laughs> that that quarterbacks are way overpaid. I, I I just think that they're way 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 overpaid at this point, and eventually there's going to be some regression. I don't know. Well, so I think there, I, I don't know. Everything's subjective. I mean, it has to be. I mean, there's a level of subjectivity that's going to, that we are going to have every opinion that we ever have. It's going to have its influence on it. But look at six man, look at the six man in basketball. These guys are making 15, 20 million dollars to be the sixth man off the bench in a, in a, in a, in a on an NBA team. And it's, they, and it's fully it, guaranteed. It, yeah. And if you think about it in the NFL, how many elite quarterbacks are there? Well, that elite. So that's the, so that's the that's the bottom line. Listen, you know how you know how you get uh, price regression for quarterbacks. All five right. of these quarterbacks end up being studs. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to happen. We all know that. But no, it's not. That's how. Happen. But that's how you get regression. You get good quarterback play spread out evenly over the whole NFL. If if quarterback play becomes like running backs, where Pretty much all the quarterbacks coming out are proficient, and you, it's easy to draft a good one. Well, then the price is going to come down. But until then, people aren't are going to overpay. Uh, uh what was the guy, Case Keenum, because they don't want to end right. up with Mike Glennon. Right, and and that's what my argument is: is that if you you know, and we don't need to get into who. I mean, let's just let's say generally, there's five elite quarterbacks in the NFL. That means that there's five elite quarterbacks on the planet Earth that are that are in that position to be able to play in the league, right? That's why, in my opinion, the quarterback position at the NFL level is the most in-demand position of any sport that there is professionally. Like, there's a lot less of them than there are of other positions in the majors. You know what I'm saying? Like there's not, I mean, name name another sport, and, and I and I'm up for debate on this. I'm I'm down. I just don't know. 
you know, from what I thought, there aren't, there's not another position in any other major where there's only five elite players or top tier players at the position. Well, you know I, I mean? I, well, NBA center. But that's not what the game is anymore. The NBA, they, they, there is not, it's not about the center. It's about freaking well, <laughs> runs and, and shooting from the three point line. I mean, there's very little set offense in the NBA anymore. Well, is that because, I mean, listen, if that's, Shaq, if Shaq came out tomorrow as a rookie, whatever team drafted him would be a set offense and they'd be dominate. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like it's just that there's not that the there's not that one dominant guy in the NFL. You know the clo- or the NBA. The the closest thing is what's that dude with the brow? I can't remember his name. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. And, and, and Anthony he's Davis. he's a former point guard. So right. he was a point yeah. guard in yeah. high school and going into college yeah. and then he hit a huge fucking growth spurt. So even even still he's not your traditional back to the basket you know, down low exactly. type That's of defender. What I'm That's what I'm saying. I saw something last year about the idea that Steph Curry is better for the NBA than LeBron James because more young players can emulate and strive to be what Steph Curry is where they can't do what LeBron does because of his physical gifts. You know what I'm saying? That's like that. There isn't, there isn't like Shaquille O'Neal. He, he's arguably, and, and in my opinion, the most dominant player in NBA history. But, dude, I mean, the guy's fucking seven foot 12, you know, 372 pounds. I mean, you just, you can't pretend to be that if you're not that. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, no, and, I, and I'm with you completely. I, so, uh, in you're saying quarterbacks, top five. I, there's just a bigger impact in the NBA, and I think that's why they get paid more. They're such a small, right. you know, there's only five players on the court at any given time. So as we've and they seen, play if you, games. right? But if as we've seen, if you have three of the best ones, you're going to make the finals every year, right? So, I mean, no, I'm with you. I don't know about making the finals, but I mean, I, so who are the big guys that do the back to the basket in the NBA? I can only think of like maybe one or two. Uh, it was it was uh, DeAndre Jordan and Cousins. Those are the only two I can really think of. Sure, sure. That are, that are down low guys stay with their back to the basket. Um, most most others, your fours and your fives, they're not down low guys. They're everything has gone around to the perimeter and being able to hit the the sixteen to eighteen foot jump shot. The the five the, the five is the center or the three is the center. The three is the center, right? No, the five's the center. The, yeah, the five's the center. Five's One center, is point right? guard, okay. two shooting right. guard, three right. small forward, po- four five. Yep. Yeah, four five. Okay. Uh, all right. So what I'm saying is, even now in the league. Fives are pulling up from the perimeter and shooting the ball. Oh, yeah. You know, where where Hakeem Olajuwon back in the day, like even his mid-range was very rare in the NBA. Listen, he could, like, hit, that's the norm. He could hit threes. He hit two of them against the Magic. I remember watching yeah. it in the fucking finals. Yeah, I do too. I remember crying. I remember, <laughs> yeah, that's shitty. You're a Magic fan. Huh? I'm sorry. Both, both of us are. What are you a fan of again? I'm sorry. I was just saying I forgot you're a Magic fan. That's right. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what's your team? Say Golden State. Lakers. Say Golden State. Oh, oh. the Lakers. Eh, you no, can, I'm see, a Lakers fan. See, we can't even we can't even rag on the Lakers because even though they sucked this year, it's like they have so many championships you can't even make fun of them. And, sure you can. I mean, I I was when, when I moved down here to Southern California, I was a Niner fan. I mean, I, I I lost sleep over them losing. Like they made they made or broke my Sunday. Like it's just the way that it was. I grew up watching basketball and baseball, but whatever. So when I came down here, I mean, and this is total bandwagon, whatever, but I came down here in 2000. So, 
figure it out. You know what I mean? We, when I, I went to the U of R, you know, I joined a frat, we sit around, drink beer, watch the Lakers dominate, you know? So I became a Laker fan. Um, it's fun. I love Kobe Bryant. I think he's a great basketball player. He reminds me a lot of MJ. Um, but they've been shitty for the last five years. And part of that was because of Kobe. You know what I mean? That was a product of them being loyal and Kobe being past his prime and them just saying, like, we're going to suck ass for two years just so we can put this guy out the right way and then we'll move on. And it's, I mean, it's a process. I, I mean, I think I pray to baby Jesus that, that LeBron does not come to the Lakers. Um, I, I would, stand his ass. I would hate that if, if he did, because he's going to put that team back. They're, they're, they're making you the know, right, I, they're I making the right moves right now. Adding LeBron to that team while, while it would be great right now in the long run, it'll put that, it'll set that team back. Yeah, and I just don't think that's what they need, right? I mean, they have a young, like, a young nucleus to build around. Like, he's going to come in because of heat. Uh, and I don't want to get into a LeBron James debate because I feel like that's, like, the norm thing to do now on social media is, like, not on this show, the goat. Fuck, fuck, I, fuck I, LeBron. It's, like, you're either in one camp or the, the other. This I, is the full basketball. This is the first time we've, we've ever talked basketball, and, we, and, and at least at this depth. Yeah. So. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I. No, dude, it's, listen, we're sports fans. We like basketball. It's fine, dude. Listen, we like it during the playoffs. I won't watch 82 games. (laughs) It's just just way too long. I I, I used to watch 82 games when the Magic were good. Hey, did we, so I, did Magic got fucked in the lottery last night? Is that? I seen that. They got the sixth pick. Sixth pick. Yeah. Third worst team or something. Sixth pick. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I haven't I haven't had any time to to, to check that out today, but I mean, and the, that's a whole other shit show. The friggin' NBA lottery. I mean, let's be honest, that thing's rigged as rigged as hell. I was about to say but, you can't um, say it's rigged because fucking Phoenix got the number one overall pick. Yeah, I just I just know. I mean, wasn't it like in the past the same team got the first pick two years in a row, even though they weren't the that was the magic. You know, the that was the year that they yeah. drafted Shaq, and then the following year, uh, they they just barely missed the playoffs. And then they got the number one pick a second year in a row. And then they ended up drafting yeah. Chris Weber and then trading him for Penny Hardaway and a King's Ransom. Yeah. That, that that was fun to watch though. I remember the the Penny Shaq days in Orlando. That was that was good commercials at least. Right? Dude, that, yeah, that, that that team was a dynasty in the making. They would have won multiple, multiple championships. If we had just kept if we'd Chris just, Weber. No. If we'd have just fucking paid <laughs> Shaq. Well, because listen, nobody at that point the Lakers, there was baby. Let's at, go. <laughs> at that point there was no one hundred million dollar players in the league. No, None. listen, listen, and I, they didn't think he was worth a hundred million dollars. Listen, the we Orlando could, Sentinel did a poll. We could have, we could, we should have, and could have, and they not only did they do the poll, but they did it when Shaq had all his buddies in town with the All Star game. Yep, which embarrassed the fuck out of him. But mm-hmm. forget all that. Listen, if we had kept. Uh, if we hadn't traded for traded for Penny, and we had kept, uh, I, I think I think trading for Penny was the right thing to do because Chris Webber was more of a down low guy. He he wasn't the same yeah. cut for athlete that uh, Penny Hardaway was. Yeah. Penny Hardaway was a better athlete. You would have had a four and a five sitting down low, which in theory would have been nice. But I mean, we went out and got Horace Grant to replace the position for Chris Webber, which was. Fine. It was fantastic. Horace Grant did exactly what we needed him to do. Rebound. He killed it the 16 to 18 foot jump shot at the top of the key. Absolutely killed it. And played defense. Only when he was alone. He was always alone, though. 
But but Penny was one of those players that I mean he was kind of a point shooting guard hybrid. He could do both. He could distribute the ball and he could score. Yep. And that is that is arguably the most important position in professional basketball. Yeah. Basketball period. You but can just, you know you the score if you could take. The problem is he, he. The problem is he got quickly exposed when Shaq left. He wasn't as good. He wasn't as good as everybody thought he was. Once he didn't have, he was just as good as everybody thought he was. The problem with it is he had injuries with his knees, and also he went from yeah, yeah. Shaq's going to make anybody on the team look better. Penny was a fantastic right. player. He absolutely was. He was even better with Shaq because he had more room to operate. He, was he wasn't re- the focal. He was really good with Shaq. He was only good. No, he was he was a superstar with Shaq. He was an right. all star without him. Oh, I don't know about that. But he anyway. was literally he was an all star without him. And and that's because Shaq is arguably the most dominant player in league history, and they and he requires doubles and triples teams, which are going to open up lanes, going to open up passing lanes. That's why Penny looked exceptional when Shaq was there. Yeah, it was and the perfect you dynamic. You don't have that space. You don't have that space when he's gone. You know what I mean? That people talk shit about. You know, well, Kobe did it. You know, because he had Shaq. I mean, Kobe won without Shaq, but the reality is. Kobe, Kobe did win without Shaq, but he also had Paul Gasol yeah. and right. Uh, and it say, listen, say what you want about Andrew Bynum, he was a big body that could play when he was healthy. Uh, they had they had four they had what three seven footers on that team that could shoot. I yep. mean that 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 the the oh eight ten Lakers who did you know made it the final three years in a row. Th- those were great. Those were long, athletic shooting teams yes, i mean then you, got, you got fisher i mean dude it was it, it was it was fun to watch you know but i mean pow and ariza God damn it. and Bynum and lamar i mean those guys aren't fun. i mean they're not fucking Shaq, you know so i mean Shaq he created just, so much space for kobe but kobe, uh sorry right in the middle of you ta- finals win. right in the middle of you talking uh swag just went up and got the guy i wanted with the pick i was trying to get <laughs> what uh, what did they end up not, trading for what for that pick. I have no idea. Uh, I don't know. Oh, wait. No, okay. Pepe took him. I thought it said Swag took him. Jake. Who are you trying to get? Mike Gusecki. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Pepe nice. just took him. I think... So, I'll find out who... I'll tell you right now who the other guy in the league was, by the way. I know I told you I'd do that, and then I never did. So, Pepe okay. 12 from the app, and then the other one is uh, B-Duff from the app, or Brad Duff. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, both, been, both I, I'm dudes. on so sporadically. Oh, same here. I'm on so sporadically. I'm on so sporadically, George. It is. It's. I feel. Like I'm. I'm on like Jason now. Yeah. No. I. I listen. I. I feel you. I, I'm hardly on there at all myself. Um. The most of the time, I'm only on there just to promote uh, our toys for tot leagues. So. Yeah. I. I want it. I mean, I. I really miss it. I'm not gonna lie. And I, I'm a freaking sentimental bitch. I, I really miss the app. Um. I just right now I can't. I mean, when I go onto the chat list and it thing jumps or it just it turns me off immediately. You know, and I'm just like ah, fuck. I'm trying to hit you know this one and the other one pops up and I'm just like son of a bitch. I'm going back on Twitter. You know what I mean? And it's it's. I hope. I mean, I really, really, really hope that they get it dialed in because I'll be back. I mean, I. I Made a lot of good friends on that. And it seems super cheesy, and if you haven't done it, you don't get it. But, like, I've made some good friends on that app. You know what I mean? Even oh, though yeah. I haven't met them in, per- in person, like, I know that I could hang out with 
tons of those dudes and it would be seamless. I mean, because we talk already about everything, you know what I mean? We, I mean, it's basically the same thing as hang out with your buddies. You're just not in person, you know? So I want it back. I hope it gets back. It's just been a long time talking about it's coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it completely. Well, that was an interesting picture. Yeah. So <laughs> Jason, put your phone down, dude. We're in the middle of a show. Jesus Christ. Well, listen, we're in the middle of a show, but we're also in the middle of a draft. And everybody who listens knows how important drafting is. <laughs> You're not on the clock. No, I'm... there's been no movement at all. Well, there's been one. There's been one, one draft. Pick. There's been one draft pick in the last 36 minutes. I've been trying to get that fucking pick for the last 36 minutes. The hey, pick's already hey, made. Hey, hey, hold on. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Has anybody drafted Quentin Nelson yet? That's the fucking question. That's all I care about. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Nobody's nobody's drafted that that highly hyped. He's probably really good, but I don't think he's a generational talent offensive lineman yet. We'll find out. We'll find out. And um, I mean, this it's it's been a matter of opinion at this point. But I mean, I think. I think he's a game changer. And it all has to do with draft philosophy. I don't disagree with what you're saying, George, about, you know, there's so many other impactful players, but, man, offensive line is... Listen, the offensive line is extremely important. As a Miami fan, I know this. I absolutely know this. It might be the single most important position, and they have been so bad for so long. I don't don't have an issue with it. I know what we were talking about with, uh, who were we talking about earlier, Martin? Yeah, Zach Martin, right? Yeah, Zach Martin. Um, he was drafted. He was drafted 16th overall. I went back and looked at the 14 draft. There's easily eight dudes he should have been picked over. Listen, you so, can say that in every draft, though. That you can always look back. Well, I, I mean, I look at the draft. I, Antonio I Brown went in the sixth round. I mean, listen. Dude, I literally, totally, there's six rounds worth of people that he should have been taken over. No, no, I, I, com- I completely agree with you. But what I'm saying though is that there are picks that have more stability than others like he there this guy's not gonna whiff dude i mean he's not gonna whiff listen i don't think he's go ahead go ahead go ahead no i just i I don't think this guy brings an air of nastiness to the offensive line in indy he is going to change the whole entire way those guys play because he's gonna make them look like shit he's a professional fucking ego maniac offensive lineman he's gonna be able they're gonna be able to scheme around him you know we talked about the i know you when we were you know, tweeting back and forth, and I heard you say it on the last pod about, you know, maybe a left tackle or a center. Keeping the integrity of the pocket so that the quarterback doesn't feel like he has pressure in his face, that changes everything, dude. Like, that, I, I, I agree, but so does, so does protecting his blind side. That's why left tackles, especially good, great Hall of Fame left tackles, are extremely important to have on your team. I agree. Absolutely. My my issue was Absolutely. my and I and I've never once said that Quentin Nelson is not going to be good. I honestly believe he's going to be very very good. I truly believe this. Okay? But what I don't think is spending a top 7, which is what my argument was, a top 7 pick on him is 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 uh, the value there is not there. There's so many other positional players that make more of an impact game to game than a guard. So here's my question. Here's, uh, this is all I'm going to ask. Okay, two options. Should they have traded back, or who do you think they should have taken at six? So for Indianapolis, obviously line was their was their big need. So I've got no problem with right. them taking it. There was other players on the board that I think would have helped them even more than Quentin Nelson. There was Micah Fitzpatrick. There was Derwin James. 
There was a couple of linebackers I thought that, you know, maybe they could take those because, yes, listen, you need to protect Andrew Luck. No, Nobody's doubting that at all. The dude might not even play this year. Everybody's hyped up about him thinking he's going to come back and play. I got burned yeah. by him last year. I won't own him Me in too. any league at all. But with that said, their defensive players, excuse me, that were on the board that I think would have returned more value than an offensive guard. Them trading back because, listen, they didn't need a quarterback. So they could have absolutely absolutely traded back where Tampa did and received more assets so where they can address those needs later on in the draft. And, and I don't have, and I don't have a problem with that at all, George. As far if you, if your idea is that they should have moved back, gained more, more, you know, draft equity basically, and gone defense, that that's fine. I don't think they should have. There's nobody else at that spot that I think they should have taken um, besides Quinn Nelson, because basically all of these guys you're talking, all these dudes that you mentioned, dude, they could have moved back five, ten spots and gotten another pick. Um, but like we've talked about already, the most important position in the NFL is the quarterback position. Yep. He has gotten his shit run through for the last, you know, two years before he even got hurt. I mean, that is what they, if they're going to build a winning tradition again there, they have to protect him. And I, I think that Quentin Nelson is the no brainer. Um, and if they're not going to go that route, then I absolutely don't have an issue with them moving back. But man, that fucking guy's good. Listen, and I, 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 I'm on board with the fact that he's going to be good. Okay. That, like I said, I think he's going to be good. I'm not sold. He's a generational talent. Not, not even remotely close. But my thing is, is they have so many more important needs. They easily could have traded back, took one of the other offensive linemen later in the draft and picked up a whole bunch of equity in the process. Yeah. That for me, that would. Hernandez is a stud too. Yes, and they could have gotten Will Hernandez. They could have easily traded back and taken Will Hernandez, and it would have been fine. It would not have been a big a big issue at all. I think I think we've beaten this thing into the ground, but we have. I'm going to say if you have a chance to get a generational talent, your offensive line you is don't know suspect. he's you don't know he's a we generational. Don't, we talent. We don't know any I, of these. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We don't know any of these guys who are generational exactly. talent. You've said Shaquan Barkley is a generational talent, and and the Giants would have been dumb to pass on him. You don't know he's a generational yeah, talent. And that could be 100% we're, wrong. You're so, 100% right. So we're saying that Quentin Nelson is a generational talent, and, and they would have been dumb to pass on him. Here's my thing, and I'll go right back to Zach Martin. Who would you rather have, Zach Martin or Quentin Nelson? Right now? Yeah. With the contracts they each have, I'll take I'll take Quentin Nelson. No, so, who's the better player? No money. No, don't worry about the money. We don't who's know. Who's the better player? We don't know that. Who's the better player right now? We don't know that. Who's the better player right now? We don't know that. We do know who's the better player right now. One of them has been well, an, has been I, an all-pro in the NFL every single year he's played. Do we know Quentin Nelson's not going to be from game one? No, we don't. Okay. But here's the thing. He could not be an all-pro every single year that he plays. Anybody, we don't know that. Anybody but we have a draft. proven commodity, and the proven commodity was taken at the 17th pick in the draft. That's why is, you don't spend is, a, seven, is Zach, a top seven pick. Is Zach Martin there at 17? No, he's not. Okay, I'm just wondering. Hernandez is, Zach, is. Is Zach Martin there Her, at 18? Hernandez is. Is Zach Martin there at 9 or 12 or 14? Yes, or, he was. He's not. He was. He's, but he's not this year. 
And they're saying that this and player... Why, and that's why you don't spend early draft capital on an offensive guard. There's a reason. All these great offensive guards that are in the league, there's a reason only two... How many great, two, offen- how many great offensive guards are there in this league? There's a lot of great offensive guards. There's not guards. a lot of there's great a lot offensive of, guards. There's a lot of great and very good offensive guards. There's good offensive guards and, you and great offensive guards. you don't take them guards. in the top ten. Why don't you take them in the top 10? Because in the last 18 years now, there's only been three taken in the top 10. That position how many of them, how many is of not them, that valuable. How many of them made uh, All-Pro? Zero. I don't know about that. Zero, go on, go on. zero have made All-Pro since that have been taken in the top 10. There have been none that have been All-Pro. I'm going to say this, though. I'm going to say this, though. There have been a lot of swing and misses in the top 10 over the past decade. That's all I'm saying, okay? I believe, because it's all speculation at this point, I believe that Quentin Nelson is a generational talent at the guard position. I think he is a no-miss player. I think he is a perennial all-pro, okay? And there's a lot of shit that is drafted in the top 10 because people want to go for flash, okay? Now, defensively, I think there's been a lot more hits in the top 10 than there have been offensively. But, the offensive line is a foundation of your offense, the foundation of your team, and I don't think that it was a bad or even slightly off pick by the Colts to grab there. I think they made the right choice, especially in the position that they're at with their team and what they need. Because offensive line was arguably their biggest need going into the draft. No, and it was. But like I said, I think overall, if they would have moved back, they would have taken Will Hernandez – and picked up a couple, you know, two or three second round picks as well, they'd be in a much better position as a team. Much, much better right. position. And, I mean, and, and Earth is popping pills. I mean, I don't think they did a great job in the draft. Regard. I mean, dude, how do you how do you pass on Chubb in the second? I mean, didn't they pass on him? Oh, no, no. They got, he got, he went at 35. But, I mean. Yeah, so other, they, listen, other they, they didn't address their running back. In my opinion, they didn't address running back position much at all in the draft. I know they everybody's. Got, they got too late round. I, I know everybody likes Naheem Himes. Yeah. I, I understand that. I understand people like, yeah, yeah. uh, Wilkins or whatever the hell his name is. But they didn't really address that running back position. They spent, you know, no, quasi late round picks. And, and yeah. I was thinking about making Jason an offer for him just to see if I could get him to move him to me, but he probably wouldn't. Mac? I like Marlon Mack coming up this year. I yeah. really, really do. Well, I like it. so uh, he's probably going to be a starter on my team because yeah. he, he almost has to be at this point. But and and, and you'll be happy right. that he is. Um, listen, they had a chance. That's the thing. I like Mack because they had a chance in the second round. They picked. Um, they picked back they picked, to back. Uh, Dar- yeah, they went Darius. They got a linebacker and an offensive lineman. Um, they. I mean, you're talking about Ronald Jones being on the board. Still, carry on Johnson being on the board. Still, Geis. Um, there was a lot of there was a lot guys. There there were studs that were still there that they could have gotten, and they chose not to go that route. So that says a lot for what they think Marlon Mack could possibly be. Or like we talked about, their offensive line was such a crucial, you know, well, shit show draft point for them that they went guard tackle. I mean, they went two offensive linemen in the first. 37 Five, picks, yeah, thirty-seven. You know I mean? So, well, and and yeah. the maybe they're making the calculation that a better offensive line makes their mediocre running back 
listen, a good offensive yeah. line makes any running back better. It really does. Yeah. So, um, but and and if you look at Marlon Mack, he really didn't have a bad year last year. He truly didn't. No, no. When, when they gave behind, him opportunity, yeah, behind that line, he made the most out of what he could do. Well, so it was one. And listen, uh, I also have Dewanta. I think that's how you say it, Foreman. Dante Foreman. Dante. Okay, Dante yeah. Foreman. So Foreman. I would rather have Marlon Mack than well, Dante. Right Foreman. now, just because of the injury. No, no overall. But overall, because he's got that Achilles injury. I'm sorry, that's going to kill yeah. his burst. That's going to kill his ability to cut. But when he, I'm had, sorry, I want nothing to do with that guy. When he, uh, when he was running, he ran well last year. He went healthy. Yes, he did. But he's coming off an Achilles injury. It's not an ACL where you have a proven track record of people coming back from those. Achilles, yeah. there's a proven track record. People don't come back from those. Yeah. They just don't. So. Um, which and and I mean, remember when when um, Graham busted his patella? They were like, "You don't return from this," and he came back. I mean, this is the thing with these guys. Like, you, we just gotta wait and see. I mean, I I like Mac. I mean, he's getting hit at or behind the line of scrimmage. I think it was something stupid like twenty five to thirty percent of the time last year. I mean, yeah, you're not gonna function and be successful, you know, in that in that you know situation so we'll see i mean they address it we'll see what they what happens i like marlon mack i remember he was a he had a little uh little hype last year you know being the guy there you know with frank gore kind of taking the reins from him um the heinz dude is like very similar to him from what i understand he's a very similar back but heinz is a little bit heinz is a little bit smaller he's 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 probably a better pass catcher he's got really good hands I, 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 i would see looking at them i would see Marlon Mack being the first, second, and the goal line back. And I would see uh, Hines being the third down back. So they signed DeMarco Murray or what? No. Listen, I don't think they're going to sign anybody, to be honest. I mean, there was rumors there, there was rumors that they were they were interested in C.J. Anderson. And we see where he went to Carolina. I, listen, yeah. I, 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 would not be, I would not be surprised if DeMarco Murray – I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up with the Saints. You think they? You think they're gonna look and see what they did I with think, Peterson, and then go? No, uh, I think I think that that coaching staff does not like Mark Ingram. I think they don't like him at all. Well, and he's not gonna play for. And four he's games not playing anyway. four games, so you could bring Murray in cheap. You could either trade, or next year Ingram's gone. Yeah, he's a free agent after next year. They're not gonna resign that dude. So I think Mark Ingram banged Sean Payton's wife at one point. I think listen, he either banged his wife or he banged his daughter or he killed his dog. <laughs> one of the three. I mean, he had to have maybe maybe Mark Ingram was the was the was the leak that that was behind the whole uh, the defensive scandal that they had there. Oh yeah, the uh, uh, Bounty Gate. Yeah, Bounty Gate. Maybe Mark Ingram was behind that. I don't think he was on the team at the time, but fuck. He had to have done something because they don't like him, and he's a good running back. Yeah. He's a good running back, and he's been undervalued for a long time. I, I mean, he's been a top ten back. Hasn't he been a top ten back the last like three years or some crazy shit? Like, I mean, that team likes to listen as much as they say Drew Brees likes to throw the ball, and he does. Dude, yeah. they like to run the ball. They've been one of the top rushing teams in the league. For the last three, four, or five years, they've always had good running backs. So speaking of, I like uh, all the suckers. I like all the suckers that are like, oh, got to draft Kareem, um, uh, Kamara, in the, you know, number one overall. Dude, they're not going to use him any more than they already have. They're gonna wear his ass out in the first 
you know, six games of the season, like that's not going to happen. They're going to supplement those touches somewhere. So it's I not think gonna go to tomorrow. I'm one of those guys who I didn't Now This is prior to the suspension. I didn't believe Kamara was a first round pick. I just don't. He was way too efficient last year. He, he's at right. an all time pace for efficiency. That shit is bound to regress, whether it's, it's in his touches, his touchdowns. He's bound to regress in that efficiency. He can't maintain that efficiency. Nobody could. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't like him in the first round. I got no issue taking him in the second. With he won't make the, it there though. With no, he won't. That's why I don't own him anywhere. But with the second, with uh, Ingram rather being suspended, I would move him into the first round now, just because you know you're going to get the four games out of him. You don't know what the even if they bring in a Demarco Murray, which I think they should. But if if they even if they do bring in a Demarco Murray, Kamara is still going to be the main back. You know the problem. He's going to he will have his touches increased those first four games. The problem is is he's. Now in the top five, top four. I mean, oh yeah, he's the fifth running back coming off the board. He's between three and five, right? And and, which is insane. Well, listen, name guys that should be coming off the board before him that aren't Um, running backs that are not. Yes, that aren't. Um, Well, I don't have a I don't have an ADP list in front of me, but I mean, guys before Kamara should be Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell. Ezekiel Elliott. So that's three. David Johnson. Four. I, I, see, David Johnson, I, I'm going to say it's very close. It, I'll say that it's very, very close with David Johnson. Listen, I, I, like, I like David Johnson. I, I'm not so worried about a wrist injury. I am I'm not worried, worried about, about, I'm yeah, worried about that team. I'm worried about the offense that's around David Johnson. You can't tell me Sam Bradford is an upgrade from Carson Palmer. Because he's not going to stay healthy. Sam Bradford's going to have that job very long, to be honest with you. And, I really and, don't. And now you're giving it to a rookie. So what are defenses going to do? They're going to key in on stopping David Johnson. And they're going to say, make the rookie quarterback beat us. And then besides... The thing about David Johnson, though, is his skill set's so multiple, though. They can key on him, and they'll just run him out of the backfield. He can catch passes. And, but but they're going to be looking for that. They're not going to double cover anybody. They're going to have a spy on David Johnson the entire time. Besides Father Time Fitz, who else are you worried about in that wide receiver core? Nobody. Um, Not worried about Kirk? Christian Kirk. Nope. He, he's, he's a I, slot I, receiver. I he's a slot receiver. He plays fucking the same position as uh, Fitzgerald. That's fine though, but he can still threaten the threaten the field vertically if he needs to. No, you know what I mean, I mean, he's still a, he's still a skill. I mean, who who else is there right now? They have nobody. That's the point. That's the that's the that's entire the, point. They have, they have nobody. Yeah. They're 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 the no, only they, team that's got a better wide receiver core than than the Cowboys. That's not by much. Listen, I'll yeah, take. I think. I'd almost take the Cowboys. <laughs> no, no. Minus fits. I mean, listen, and we don't know what he's going to – he, he uh, that body could have finally caught up to him. We don't know. Yeah, it, it absolutely could have. So here here are the guys, and I just did a real quick thing. I uh, went to Fantasy Football Calculator. Here's what they have right now for average uh, draft position. Todd Gurley, number one. Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott, number two. Okay. Le'Veon Bell, number three. Yeah. I just want to let you know I own two of the three in a dynasty league. Um, I owe the other one. <laughs> they, have, they, they have they have David Johnson as the fourth running back. Okay, I'm there with you. Here's where I disagree, and I'm I'm assuming this is even if it's dynasty, I disagree with this one. They got Leonard Fournette number five, 
I wouldn't take Fournette before Kamara. Then they have Alvin uh, Kamara. So I would. I. I now here's the question. What else do they? What so? What's after him? Because I think I. Kareem Hunt, Melvin Gordon, and Delvin Cook are are the ones directly behind him. Oops. They got Saquon. So here's the top ten running backs. So this is what I'm saying. You, you wanted to say that Kamara shouldn't be top five. Top five running backs, but no, no, top five overall, not top five uh, okay. uh, running back. No, top five overall. Yeah. So according to this, they have him at number seven overall as right now is his average after. Uh, drop position and it's increasing. Like I said, he should be ahead of Leonard Fournette in my opinion. I, I think so too. But they have now. Who who would you rather have, Alvin Kamara or Saquon Barkley? Well, well, this goes back to your argument. I know. About I, I I understand. I, I I listen. Don't tell me. You know. I I completely get that We've argument. We've seen Kamara do it. Yeah, for one year, with an absolute insane efficiency that you know he's not going to be able to keep up. Okay, and but. I think that regresses. The only way they're going to keep his numbers around the same is if they increase his volume. Now, if they increase his volume, now they're going to potentially wear the tread off the tires a little bit faster, and his efficiency is going to drop much, much lower than it was last year. I agree with you. I don't think he can do what he did last year, but he's a, he is a explosive, talented dude. Like he could, he could. I mean, who knows? But I mean, like you said, he's touching the ball. 12 times a game. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. You have Saquon Barkley on your team. Yeah. Are you trading him for Alvin Kamara? No. 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 Thank you. Let me ask you this. If you have Kamara, are you trading him for Saquon Barkley? Yes. Yes, I am. Um, You know why? Because because there's nobody in that backfield is going to challenge Saquon Barkley. Nobody. Well, currently there's nobody in the North. There is. One guy's only suspended for four games and he's coming back. He's going to lose short yardage and goal line touches to Stewart. You think? I don't don't think he will. I I think. They don't bring him in if they – They don't bring him in if they don't – If they're not going to – That's not not true. Yeah, I think it's true. That's not true. But – So if you're a Camaro owner, I don't think – I honestly don't think you trade him straight up for Barkley either, um, mostly because you get attached to guys. But – Dynasty or redraft? I mean, that that makes a difference. In redraft, I would probably hold Kamara only because I've seen him do it. But it, it would be, I'd have to think about it. Yeah, but in even dynasty, in dynasty, I I'd, I'd give you, I'd give you that. And and yet the, the dynasty issue there is, I mean, Kamara is going into his second year, and it, and it, right. uh, Barkley is going to be a rookie. So you're not talking much of an age. And, right. There's difference. not a there's not a big yeah. difference. I, not, you, let me say this. This is this is why I almost stick with Kamara, and and you tell me. Who's coaching the Giants versus who's coaching the Saints? Who can utilize their player better? Uh, then the, well, the Giants brought in new coaching staff, right? Yeah. Whereas we brought in the dude. The, they brought in the dude from Minnesota. Um, damn it, I'm drawing a blank right now. He's uh, an offensive guy, though. I I'm mean, I'm googling it. Pat Schumer. Yeah, Pat Schumer. Yeah. So yeah. and he know, was, he, he is an offensive guy. Well, okay, but listen, I, nobody was super. Th- and, and I'm not. I liked I liked Minnesota's offense last year, but it didn't blow me away. Well, you they they had a they had a very yeah. efficient offense last year. They right, were, they were very good. Right, they were ve- right. But when you talked Vikings last year, you talked defense. You got, you, yes, that's true. You did, but you also got to remember their stud the, running back also got injured early. Their best back got hurt. Their best back got hurt, and Case Keenum was 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 running the ship. You know, and I'm not saying Case Keenum isn't an efficient quarterback, but I mean. 
he's not a dude that you're you're running out to go grab to you know be the signal caller for your team. But he did a great job. But that's what Shermer did. You know, he called a play that that played to Keenum's strength. That's what he's going to do in New York. The issue that I have with um, the whole Kamara Saquon thing, it's not that it's not the one year I'm worried about. It's the idea that who knows what's going to happen in New Orleans because Drew Drew signed a two year contract. Yeah, okay? correct. Um, and, and the same thing. I mean, there's no Eli there. I mean, Eli's going to be there for probably two more years. But I think that you know they have built the younger weapons around in the offensive side of the ball um, in New York. And I like Michael Thomas. He's a stud, you know, but we, we're going to see what happens. They have their heir apparent now in, in, in New York with, with Loletta. You know, we're going to see if he, if he's groomed by, you know, uh, Shermer drafted this dude. So there's got to be something he likes about him, right? Yeah, there's got to be. They don't have the heir. They, and not only did they draft him, they took him number two overall. No, you he wasn't talking about Barkley. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were. I'm talking about I'm talking about Laletta as far as the quarterback's concerned. Oh I, yeah. I mean yeah. Bar- Barkley is I mean I, I No, listen, listen when you talk about draft capital, they talk about drafting a running back at two is is a bad idea. I agree. I, mean, I wouldn't it, listen the talent I wouldn't have taken him number two overall. I'd have taken a quarterback. I would have taken one of the quarterbacks. I would have either taken a quarterback or, traded out. or I, I, I probably honestly with them I probably would have traded back because they still could have got a decent quarterback. I would have taken a Quentin Nelson. Yeah, number I'm, I'm 100% you, you you would have taken Nelson number two overall. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey guys, I hate to do this to you, but I I have uh, spring ball and I've got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no worries. Damn, that, I gotta say though, that was the quickest fucking hour of this show in history. Yeah, because we we quick. literally I, I, we've I, been going for an hour and two minutes, and it only feels like we've been talking for like twenty. Yeah, and I, and there's a lot of stuff that I want to freaking chop up with you guys. I mean, I got all this Niner draft. I got to talk shit to freaking Jay about uh, uh, Lynch and all kinds of stuff, man. Bumped. Yeah, you didn't. So we'll have to get you back on because I know you're just dying to talk about how good the 49ers have been doing since they got uh, <laughs> John Lynch as their GM. Listen. I know. Listen, I know DP's dying. He's itching, but he's got to go. Here's the problem with that. No, no. I, Hey, I'll walk with my phone. I don't mind. I just don't want to mess with the quality of the of the pod. There is no quality. Come on, you've, you've heard you, the show. You've before. heard the show. There you no know quality. there's no quality. Listen, George George was on a show. It's not quite me backing up on a show and you can hear beep beep in the background, but I mean No, so it's close. Uh listen, the 49ers have made some decent moves. Uh, if if Garoppolo plays like he looked at the end of last year and and he's not just, you know, a fluke? Hey, hold on, Jason. Don't do this shit to me right now. Cause we're going to get into some serious talk, and you're going to freaking last word me here, and I'm going to get fucking all butthurt about it. <laughs> you know, you I know, told you, hey, Jason likes that butt stuff. You know what we're going to do? We're yeah. going gonna to have to have you back on. We'll talk about the 49ers right from go. Um, we'll let you go do your... your Whatever you got to do. Yeah, we're, we'll go let you play with your dick. Whatever you got to go to ballerina class. We get it. Yeah, to, something like that. To send me send me a photo um, of you in the tutu again. Um, one thing. Oh, the, the dude that I was trying to think of when we were talking about the Cardinals, and I know he's not a, a world beater, but uh, JJ Nelson, who Dino Mike behind John Brown. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. So that's uh, <laughs> that's uh, who the fuck is that? Uh, Dino Mike. JJ Walker. JJ Walker. JJ Walker. There you go. Um, 
But I mean, I, I understand because I just had this thought. I just saw, I just popped into my head right now with the Arizona offense. Um, I agree with you that I think that they are going to build around once again what they have. And I think that David Johnson is going to be better than people think because I've heard a lot of shit about him, you know, not being what everybody hopes. But remember how, I mean, he was a 2000 yard guy two years ago yep. and he broke his wrist. Yep. So uh, that's, he, he's going to be a steals in a lot of drafts. People are going to have that same mindset that, oh, the Arizona offense is shitty. He can create a lot with little. No, so listen, I just want to get that in because I, I agree. David, listen, nobody's saying David Johnson is a, is a bad running back. I don't think anybody's thinking that at all. But he's not going to be 2,000 yard guy. No, no. Listen, his, I wouldn't be surprised if he's like a 1,600 total yard guy. His, his, right. um, and his touchdowns will regress. He, because their their offense just isn't as explosive, and it's not as good as it was two years ago, and so there's not going to be as many opportunities for touchdowns. He's just it's he's not the guy we all saw the last time he was on the field, yep. and yeah. and it's not be not necessarily because of him, but his situa- his team is completely changed. Yeah, yeah, and you know who would be a, a kind of a sneaky little ad in Arizona? Ricky, guys, I know, I know Ricky Seals Jones. No, 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 no. A guy that they don't have that they could add. Des? Des, motherfuckers. So there's like been that. rumors. I, mean, I know, I know Des isn't what he used to be, but I mean. He makes gotta, he make, he makes sense there. He is a big body. He needs some, They need something. But I, I still say Seattle is the best landing spot for him. And there's been talks that he's been talking with Green Bay. And I really yeah. like him going to Green Bay. I'd love him yeah, to go to Green Bay. I know you would. a hot spot for him, too. Oh, so. I'd love to see him with. I'd love to see him with Aaron Rodgers. Yep, he's in my. I I have him in dynasty, and like I'm, he's just sitting on my bench right now. Yeah, Jason's like, I got no use for this fucker. Come on. Oh, dude. look, he signed somewhere. I got use for him now. Hey, look, back in the starting lineup. <laughs> Thanks, Des. So, but hey, DP, let's go ahead and let you go. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do an intro and outro, and then uh, we'll probably talk a little bit more shit about you when you're not on the phone. That's the best kind of shit. <laughs> But definitely, dude. Uh, we'll make it work. We'll get you back on next time. Hey, don't be a stranger, yeah. dude. Hit me up. Uh, hit me up on a text message, DM, whatever. We can we can hash this all 49ers thing out off the air if you want. No, that's on air bullshit right there. Listen, I can't have yeah, hey. you, just you and George talking. You got to hit me up every once in a while too. No, no. Is this your number? Because this isn't your number, George. No, no, it's not no my that, number. No, so that number is our Twitter. Uh, not our Twitter. Fuck uh, that. It's our uh, Skype account Skype? number. Yeah. So we have a phone number for Skype. So we just use that number to call to to Skype. This way, we get the better audio. I'll get his phone. I'll get George to yeah. send me your number, and I'll text you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then um, I have I have a Skype account. If that's better sound quality than just calling through my phone, so we can figure that out too. If you want. Well, yeah, but I mean, you're not. Well, home, what, so what, what we really need to do is get you on a better work schedule, so you can be the third amigo and the three amigos here. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You know what you. You know what we could do is fly your ass out here, and you could sit with us in the blue room. <laughs> you could be the meat that in would... this sandwich. Ooh, salty meat. <laughs> <laughs> so, but all right, DP, we'll let you get to uh, we'll let you get the spring ball, brother. All right, hit me up, uh, text me, Jay. Will do. Good to talk to you, man. And I'll I'll talk to you later, Georgie. All right, later, brother. And that's the conversation with DP. Like we said, it, if we could actually get him on more often, we would actually probably consider making him the third member of the show. 
Problem is, he lives out in California, and he's got a, a, a real weird schedule with football and spring ball, and he's into ballerina dancing and all that good fun shit. So, But if he could actually clear his schedule up for an hour, hour and a half every Tuesday or Wednesday, we would probably consider making him a, a full-time member of the show. We love the dude that much. He's so fucking awesome to talk to. Yep. No, and, and uh, you know, you heard on the show, I don't know if I left it in or not, but... Um, I make a, I don't make it a point to talk to people outside of work or, you know, really my close knit group of friends, and I'm trying to expand that more just because. I probably need more interact human interaction <laughs> than my wife and kids. Although my wife would say no, but you know, your wife's like me; she's an introvert. No, my wife likes talking to me, and I don't talk to her much. You're, no, no we, she doesn't like we, talking. We've talked, we've talked about this. We talked about this on the the conversation we just had at the beginning. Yeah. Just go back and listen to that, and you'll understand why. But <laughs> you've already listened to it. Don't go back and listen to it again. Do it. Download it again. If you're hearing, delete it. Download it again. <laughs> I wonder if that works. I wonder if the Russians are still listening. We got to look those stats up after. <laughs> <laughs> listen, Trump. If you're listening, I will take all your Russian bots. We need some numbers. <laughs> I'd love for Pristine Auction to sponsor a couple of these prizes, and I need listeners. And I'm downloads. actually going to reach out to them about some of that, but that's we don't have to, we don't have downloads for that. I don't worry about it. Are we going to lie about it? Hell no. How are they going to know? Let me talk. Let me worry about that. I am the promotions guy. Let me deal with them. You're you know you are the trade guy. Actually, you know what I, I what I wanted to say when we were talking about Toys for Tots at the beginning of the show is I wanted to thank is it Fallon Carter? Fallon yes. Carter. Thank you, Fallon Carter. Fallon Every, Carter. Every league we've done, you've donated. Uh, you do have a charity, and I am going to pause the station. That's we are, we are that's pausing what I was, right now for station identification. That's what I was actually going to say this about that for, is I wanted to talk about Fallon Carter, oh. and I totally spaced on it. She's totally humble right now and probably upset that you're talking about it. Oh, for sure. She doesn't want me to talk about it, but... Uh, it's, it's a great fucking cause, so we're going to do it. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. Fallon. She, we love you. She, um, she has helped us tremendously, and... Do do do. From what I found out, she also has her own charity, and I want to give it a little love now. It's it, they're about to start, or they just started. I can't really. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, so it's called Giving Day. They adopt a family, get a list of toys, buy them, wrap them, and then give a gift card to a grocery store to help for with Christmas dinner. So it's in the same vein of what we're doing, and um. She has said over and over again that she, uh, whatever. She said over and over again she doesn't want a lot of credit, but I have to give her credit because because um, it's due. She's she, it is due. She's in every one of our leagues. She's also doing her own charity, which is in the same vein of Toys for Tots. They you know adopting a, a family. It's 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 actually beyond Toys for Tots. It's toys and food and wrapping and. She she basically so what what she told me is she basically like adopts a family, or the organization adopts a couple families for Christmas every year, and provides them everything that they need for to have a successful Christmas. So again, uh, if you're gonna donate to us, but you have some extra money to donate, donate to them as well, because uh, because that's I mean just as cool. It really is. It's it's um, having nothing for Christmas sucks. Right? So, anyway, uh, back off of Toys for Tots. Thanks again for listening to that. George, you got anything at the close of the show? No, I mean, 
it was a good show. Uh, yeah, we can cut that out. We, we don't have to say it was a good show. They know where they listened. Listen, it doesn't even matter if they listen as long as they download it. But no, it was a good show. I, I enjoyed talking with DP. Uh, it literally, I was telling Jason, we had him on the phone for a little over an hour, and it it only seemed like we talked for about 20, 25 minutes. The time flew. It was a great, great, great time. We need to get him on more often. He needs to open his schedule more. And uh, so if you want to catch me, I'm at Dr. Mill on the Fantasy Life app. I'm at Geo. Uh, you can catch us on our Gmail account, bftgpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. You can find us on Twitter at bftgpod. You can go to our website, www.bftgpodcast.com. You can find us on Sleeperbot at bftgeo. And I'm at... Fuck, I don't remember. It's probably BFTG Dr. Dr. Mill. Mill. That's what it yeah. is. And uh, and you can catch us on iTunes, on Stitcher. You can catch us wherever podcasts, good podcasts are sold. <laughs> and we, we're still accepting donations for if you want to be sponsored. Uh, if you want to run a commercial, we'll throw your commercial or sponsorship. Or we'll say whatever you want. $5, it's going to go to Toys for Tots. Uh, so it's not coming to us. And we'll say anything you want. Um, also, if you go to iTunes, hit the download button, hit the subscribe button, more importantly. Uh, I don't care if you listen, but you should probably download. And then uh, leave us a review. The reviews help a lot. Listen, uh, we enjoy when you guys listen. It's always a good time to hear your feedback. Uh, Come to us and let us know if there's something we're not doing you like. If you want to be on the show, let me know. Yeah, listen, we're not not hoity-toity like some of the app podcast podcast i'm not gonna mention any couple in particular to drink swag <clears throat> i'm not gonna know halftime any names or anything yes but uh we'll actually have you on we you know george and i like talking to each other but we like talking to you guys more so if you haven't been on wannabe uh let us know and uh if you've been on and want to come on again we'll have to go back and listen to see how good you were so <laughs> Anyway, that's fantastic. That's, that's going to close us out for the week. Th- that's how we're ending this shit show. It's just like that. <laughs> and thank you for taking a break from your daily grind. <laughs>